Welcome to Conversations with Vegan Parents. This is a podcast where a group of vegan parents come together and chat about our experiences, share any resources, recommendations and support to other vegan parents. We are not qualified to give medical advice and health and nutrition advice, although we may have some special guests on sometimes to do this. We are parents offering ideas to other parents from our own experience and knowledge and can hopefully point you in the right direction to companies and websites that can give you that advice. In this week's episode, we are joined by Dana, who's been vegan for four years and has a six-year-old and an eight-year-old. Patricia, who's been vegan for 10 years and has a 10-year-old and a seven-year-old. And me, Chrissy, I've been vegan for four and a half years and I have a five and a half-year-old. Veganism on a budget. Can it be done? So often we've been told that vegan, being vegan is more expensive. In this episode, we talk about what we do to keep the cost of cooking down, how we can batch cook, bulk buy and using every bit of the food can help keep the cost low. Let's jump right in. Hi Dana, hi Patricia, welcome to Conversations with Vegan Parents. So today we're going to talk about veganism on a budget. So any suggestions have you got out there for the listeners on what they can do to try and keep it low cost? Yeah, well I'll I'll go first. Um, So I think for me, myself and my husband, um, a couple of years ago, both lost our jobs. Uh, so it became quite important to us to sort of understand how to become vegan on a budget. Um, obviously, because we'd kind of gone from having sort of a salary and then we went to kind of like nothing pretty much overnight and we were living on thin air. So um, obviously we still wanted to maintain our veganism. And, you know, there are those rumours out there where they always say, oh, it's so expensive to be vegan. And I think there are some, you know, products that are very expensive, but there's also so many meals um, that you can have that are really, really cheap. And we kind of have got our list now of staples. And it was actually quite a useful exercise to sort of go through that point where we had to really budget our food. Because, um, you know, now we kind of if we ever do go through periods where we're a bit short of cash, we kind of can just go to these sort of staple meals that we do. Um, So things like soups, like they're so cheap to make. Um, We can you can get like the. 20p tomatoes tins from the supermarket put them in your slow cooker it's a really simple meal put some bread with it um and uh that's that's great uh we we do things like um like wraps so we'll like um put a whole lot of vegetables together and put them in wraps and the kids really like those um and and also things with like pitters and muffins you can do a similar sort of thing with those obviously pasta is a really good staple that's really cheap um we do our own homemade pizza so we've got our own bread maker which is kind of handy um and we do our own um pizza meals we've also like make up we do make our own quite a lot of stuff so we make our own seitan which is really cheap because that's just basically like flour <laughs> um oh, yeah, yeah you can just make your own seitan it's really really easy so there's 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 loads of things like that that actually you know they're kind of actually staples that not just vegans eat that that everyone eats really um that just for us do you worry about the nutrition when you're doing those simpler meals like it's just like tomatoes and some bread how do you how did you when you were living on a budget manage to make sure you're meeting all those needs it, whilst not having to buy loads of things yeah it is it is harder because obviously things like fruit and veg are kind of the more expensive things than obviously a staples like pastas and things but I kind of I made myself a little list of the kind of 
the things that vegans often miss out on you know things like iron mm. um uh other other things which i can't think of off the top of my head now but i, I made a list and mm-hmm. you can kind of like just put some simple things in i managed to get this like powder which has got like um quite a lot of nutrients in it and i'd sprinkle that so i sprinkle that in the soup the kids don't even know it's in there um but it covers mm. you off quite a few yeah. of the things that we need um but you do you do kind of have to watch out um and obviously we we do supplement things like b12 as well so um i mean i've i've never really noticed my, us having any issues with like deficiencies um yeah even when we have kind of had to go to the more budget and perhaps not quite so much but one of the things that we used to do actually we're quite lucky we've got a local market nearby and at the end of the day they i mean it's not so much now in these times obviously but at the end of the day they used to just give up all their stuff like i come back with a bag of like yeah. food fed for about 20 pounds so um you know i know not everyone might be able to do that but but there are ways around things and you know yeah even using like best before shops i've done that before where yeah. there were shops that like specifically just sell stuff past yeah. their sell by dates i think also like bulk buying as well isn't it like you don't have to have variety in your meals you can have the same thing and so then you can buy stuff in bulk which reduces the price doesn't it yeah and that's what we do with things like our flour um we buy because we make our own bread and stuff so our flour we buy in big like 16 kilo sacks which last like three four months and mm. um, the wheat gluten we we get in big sacks um so yeah we we definitely do that and even the um the milks which i guess are more expensive um we often buy them in bulk but bulk, bulk bags as well mm. but and you could even make yeah, your I own have, milk, I couldn't you? That, that would be cheaper. <laughs> I've never really... My milks don't turn... Or kids turn their noses up. Well, so you can make Satan, but <laughs> you, you can't make the milk. It's amazing. Like, like Satan's so complicated, well, isn't it? I must like, actually, I must admit, uh, it's actually my husband that makes the Satan because he's, he's an artist and he's very, very particular when he cooks with recipes and I'm the opposite. Yeah. I just throw everything in and he... He yeah. has just kind of, he, he makes the seitan and he's really good. He makes it in batches, actually, yeah. so we always have some in the freezer. But actually, oh, the other, so the good. other good it's thing so about useful. the milks is that a lot of them are fortified. Um, yes, uh, that's, what I, that's what's stopping me from making milk at home because I rely on it for the vitamins. Yeah. <laughs> How are you, Patricia? What's your experience with veganism on a budget? Well, when the, my son the, uh, was born, I soon after I went back to work, and uh, and unfortunately, after a few months, I had to stop working because the childcare back in London, underground, everything together was it was way too much. So I then. Um, I have to we and then we have to take the decision to, for my husband to work on his own. And I have to just do all the budgeting uh, in the supermarket. So what I, I was mainly doing is going at the end of the, of the day when they have lots of reduced to clear and the fruit and vegetable uh, was quite cheap. I used to get a lot of bargain on that. Also, the um, relaxing a lot of uh, chickpeas, lentils, pasta, and all the short like that, all mixing together in different ways, and having some basic spices, having a few uh, uh, cans like um, uh, chickpeas, different beans, 
um, pasta and all those basic, lot of fruit, uh, lot of vegetable and um, some spices. You can make of the different type of, of food like pasta sauce, a curry, and lot of soups as well. Pasta sauce and yeah, like that we, we used to manage in that way. And also the bread. Back then I used to make my own bread as well. And besides tasting great, when I finding out about the gluten thing, uh, couldn't making anymore. Wasn't there? It didn't come mm-hmm. up very really nice. So at the end, I have to um, um, buy, and that is that was expensive in that way. Though luckily now I know how to make a gluten-free bread using chickpea flour, and that flour is really really cheap as well, and you can make pasta and all of that. So so yeah, the uh, milk the same I make as well using the oat. Uh, yeah, mm. um, but uh, you can even buy the supermarket brand, though it's not great for coffee, but for cereals and all of that is fine. So yeah, in that way we manage and uh, looking also to mix things together, has the all the different type of colors in the fruit, um, considering that the beans is very nutritious as well. I wasn't all that concerned about the nutrition, the obtain um, lack or deficient in any nutrients. My son was growing healthy, and so I didn't. I I thought you know the food I, I was preparing was was healthy. Uh, it was cheap, and uh, I used to make also a lot of that, so I could easily freeze them, making you know for me saving time. So yeah, that yeah. was the, the way just and making the similar ingredients but um but preparing different ways and but also uh, other things besides food, I like cleaning, toiletries, all the sort of products. I found yeah. out that the Aldi, their own products are clu- uh, cruelty free and they are very cheap. That's... So it's yeah, it's very good. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So uh, what I'm hearing kind of from both of you is kind of like making stuff yourself from scratch instead of buying prepared made stuff. But it's actually cheaper to buy the dry ingredients and just putting it together. And like you're saying, Patricia, like the same ingredients can be put together in different ways and it can create lots of different types of meals so that you can buy the bulk of the same thing. Um, And then like the little tins like own brand tins of like tomatoes or beans or even like dried beans if you've got the forward planning to soak them and cook them in time but uh yeah so like making stuff from scratch at home seems to be cheaper than buying the stuff even like with bread um which you know you don't see it doesn't seem that expensive but it does help and I think also like I wasn't a sort of person who always made stuff from scratch um but I've bought a lot of tools which I've actually got secondhand like on like Facebook marketplace and things like that 
so I've got my bread maker I got for like 10 pounds I got I got a um, air fryer for free I got a pressure cooker for free like so look around you as well because all these tools like the pressure cooker really helps cook your beans really quick and the slow cooker I I got that as a birthday present admittedly but (laughs) um, my slow cooker (laughs) is like a great thing if you're kind of out in the day and you just want to and actually another meal we didn't mention Mm. that is like so cheap and so easy in the slow cooker is a jacket potato um, and then we put like all sorts mm. of whatever's left in the fridge like with it <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. and that's like and the kids love that meal you know so and that's one of my favorite meals as well <laughs> another thing that I always do for like trying to not waste food as well which I think will help with the with the budgeting is that to plan your meals so if you look at the beginning of the week look what's in your fridge and then plan what you can use then you're not wasting any food but then you're also like you can see what you need and if you spread it out then you've not got beans every night but then you've got it three nights a week or something so then you're just having you know jacket potato and beans which is quite cheap but you know and then two meals in between or something so that if you plan your meals beforehand you know exactly what you need to buy that you're not spending unnecessarily yeah, so what i found is that some of the uh, things or the vegetable that people throw away like uh, the mm. leaf or carrot are great for salad and to make pesto also the the yeah. leaf from the celery are similar to parsley as well and uh, so many things like people throw away are actually edible and you can also make yeah the stalk on the broccoli i've just started putting that in soup yeah so or making a food um a stock as well yeah so yeah. you reduce the food waste and you save money there's also a food app isn't there is it olio where people might be getting mm-hmm. rid of food in your area and that you can sign up to that so that either they give it away for free or I, i've not used it yet i downloaded it the other day um either giving it away for free or I don't know if they ask for money or it has to be free I'm not sure but yeah so food that's going out of date and you can just grab that and then if you've got excess food you can um, send it back or give it back into the community as well which I thought was a really good idea I've actually I have used Olio actually but I I find there isn't a lot of vegan stuff on there annoyingly no but I guess like kind of um, just vegetables that might be going out of date or things like that that might not be specific yeah you yeah you can actually sign up um like to go and collect stuff from the supermarket there as well but obviously you'd have to be yeah. help, you'd have to be willing to take the yeah because the, i've kind of been tempted but i thought i just i couldn't have meat in my fridge no, but... no, I guess. <laughs> I know. Uh, can you not no. choose what you collect yeah, you, you just have, have to collect, to collect whatever yes. and then you have yeah. to give back to people and make you feel very uncomfortable too so i talk about that because tesco yeah. do it as well and um, sometimes i pick up from a lady near the school uh, some of the fruit and vegetable, nothing else. Though if I become one of those helpers, I had to keep um, whatever they give me. And yes, and she told me, I remember in yeah. Christmas, she told me, yes, I've um, what I've got, but I have ate uh, turkeys uh, here in the fridge and I don't know what to do with it, with them. And you know, and I saw, oh God, telling me that. So. Yeah, so I couldn't do that for that reason. And another thing with with the kind of the leftover vegetables and using everything up with the vegetables is 
is is making a soup like if what I tend to do is if after the end of the week if I've got like some bits of veg that I haven't been able to use up I literally put it all in my slow cooker and mash it all up and it just you know you can you can even if they're going slightly funny I find in soup there <laughs> they tend oh, to smoothies. they tend to be like, they're okay yeah, you don't, <laughs> you don't notice <laughs> which is the yeah. same with smoothies for fruit as well like if you've got a banana yeah. that's going a bit funny and it doesn't you wouldn't want to eat it or a bit of apple once yeah. they've sort of been blended up you you they taste fine in there yes add some yeah. syrup to eat them perfect <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> um patricia you tapped onto it a little bit just earlier so non-food stuff as well i think that's really good so you said aldi do their own cleaning stuff like veganism on a budget isn't just the food we eat we want to be able to buy vegan products to clean the house or even clothes and um other other items toys and stuff how do we manage that on well a for me i have a pledge that i i actually I, i'm kind of an, an ethical vegan as well so the environment's very important to me and i have i have had a pledge for longer than i've been vegan actually to never buy anything new so i only ever buy things secondhand um if it's a non-food stuff so things like toys my kids have never had like a new toy they think that things don't come in packets <laughs> um, <laughs> um yeah. but it's great because you save on you save on the plastic it's a lot of the time it's yeah. it's cheaper you save on the packaging it's it's cheaper i mean you know a lot of my kids toys we've sort of been lucky and had be given us to free and and in terms of cleaning products again like it's quite easy to make your own and there's two kind of ingredients if you white vinegar and bicarbonate of soda mm. cleans just about everything in the house um and they're really again you can buy them in bulk and they're really cheap um mix them together and you can clean anything and um you can also like get like diluted stuff so you can get high concentrated things i think astonish do a, um like mm. a con high concentrate thing which like uh, i think it makes like 20 liters you just add it to add water to it um i use that as well mm. so um you know again making your own stuff uh is is the way forward i think yeah that's great idea and also i read quite ago that lemon is great to clean the fridge yeah so mm. lemon yes vinegar and um, and baking powder, yes, I've done it that before. But otherwise, if you did, don't want to do to make those places like Aldi make um, sell those quite quite cheaply. But uh, yeah, on Okedo, yeah. I think they also have the big uh, bulk uh, of um, yeah, or some of the product. But I haven't uh, shopped for a uh, bought from from them in a while, so I don't know. What they do now. There's so many more. There's so many more supermarkets that are realizing the demand mm. for cruelty-free products, and they are labeling them as well. So it makes yeah, it I easier think we're for a us lot to buy them now that we're kind of in that position where we're able, like, where the products are becoming a lot more, you know, labeled better and easier accessible. Um, and I think that's something that's only going to continue. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, for me, I just try to buy less. So obviously cleaning products, I'm just like using up what I've got in the cupboard and um, and yeah, and then going on to the vinegar. I'm loving that. And I've just bought some pink stuff actually, which um, is only like, I think it's like um, three pounds or something. I think you can buy it for a pound in Wilco, which I've discovered is vegan, which I didn't know. And is amazing on stains and things like that. And it's a towel and you just can keep that for a long time as well um clothes i buy very minimal clothes but you can always buy second hand can't you 
if you did need something um so it's reduced price but yeah just buying less of stuff less toys less clothes um like it's often like a lot of the eco friendly websites that are vegan and things like that they often are more expensive because they're um made differently or they have got a smaller market so they're like having they're not a big um company that's trying to sell stuff so they can't put the price i think for us we kind of view those products as as real treats obviously i I want to support the vegan companies and stuff as well but obviously if you're paying three four five pounds for some chocolate it's it's just not really um possible but i think one of the things that that will happen as we go forward is that more vegan demand is product prices will go down because when you look at milk for example i mean to grow i've always thought you know to grow oats in a field and process them into an oat milk has got to be cheaper than keeping cows and having to feed yes. them and, Cow. and all so the machinery it, yeah the demand was there then absolutely oak milk oat milk would would be cheaper and you are starting to see you know i think we have got some like 60p oat milks now and i've seen i think the soya milk's gone down to like 54p in tesco's the other day i saw so i think that is starting to come down and it is an unfair comparison though because the milk industry is subsidized by the government and so that's why it is so cheap but oak milk will probably never get that cheap dairy milk is not that cheap to produce but the government give them money so that it can be sold at a cheap price and it's just completely unfair um for consumers to they're like oh yeah dairy milk is cheaper but it's like it, it's not but you know the government shouldn't be giving the money to um i seen it even at the supermarket a sign next to the dairy milk and that uh, the milk contains calcium and vitamins and you really need them and i just thought okay something behind that so so yeah so. yeah yeah i think we could yeah. we can only anyway. keep going and, and uh, just hope that that i mean that you can see that this change to veganism it, it's definitely growing it's becoming more popular and it's i think it's only going to that that exponential curve is just going to keep going and i think eventually um well i hope and dream that <laughs> that things will change so thank you for listening to today's episode I hope you have found it helpful in some way. Come join us over on Facebook at Conversations with Vegan Parents Podcasts, where we can continue this conversation and where I will share any links to any of the websites that have been mentioned in the recordings. If you have any topic ideas for future recordings or you want to join us in any of the recordings, then please do message me. You can message me on Facebook at Conversations with Vegan Parents Podcasts you can find me on Instagram at Raising Myself, or you can find the podcast on Instagram at convo underscore with underscore vegan underscore parents, or you can email me at conversationswithveganparents at gmail.com.